Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Let's do our angel cards. I had a lot of messages that you guys are absolutely loving that I included this in the episode. So we're going to go two cards. So choose a number, one or two. Quick, go. Choose a number. Don't overthink it. Hold your number. I'm going to split the deck. Shuffle. All right. Are we ready? One or two. I won't face them yet. Okay. My number ones, where's my book so I can read? My number ones, Council of Light, Divine Orchestration, Helpers in Subtle Realms, Realms, I can't speak, Realms, Council of Light, where is this, there we go, this is an interesting one, the Council of Light is a team of beings who are here to assist, assist the raising of consciousness of the planet. They're here to help you achieve your soul mission and are guiding you every step of the way. However, because we live in a world where free will reigns, they cannot help you without your permission. If you would like their assistance, it is time to ask them. Pray to them for clarity and guidance regarding your personal mission. Put in your request and let them get to work. All right. If you need your spirit angels, if you need those angels, those synchronicity, those signs, this is the card for you if you chose number one. Ask for a sign, ask for help. Remember, we are always divinely guided and we don't need to do it by ourselves. So that's for you. My number two people, the card that you pulled, this is beautiful. Sisterhood of the Rose, beauty and devotion, priestess, mystic, teacher. Oh, I like this. All right, sisterhood. I cannot find it. Oh, this is going to be bad. I'm normally so quick at finding these. Here we go. Sisterhood of the Rose. The Sisterhood of the Rose is a lineage of priestesses and mystics who devote their lives to serving humanity and seeding light consciousness all over the earth. A cross-section of ancient times, it is the path of devotion and beauty. Walking this path means being devoted to seeing and creating beauty wherever you go. The rose symbolizes the heart and the sacred geometry of all life. You are being called to notice the beauty around you, particularly in nature, and hear the whispers of Mother Earth. You are being called to take a little more time to both notice the beauty that exists all around you and contribute to the beauty of the world in your own way too. This could be through your own creations or in little things. Every time you devote your time to creating beauty, you harmonize the planet a little more and shift in vibration can be felt. Okay, the vibe I'm feeling for this is very feminine energy. Spending more time in nature, there's definitely a call for that and for you to really step into your femme energy, step out of your masculine energy. Maybe you have been operating in your masculine 
in your business, in your career, in your relationships, this is really a sign to step into your fan. So my number one is Council of Light. My number two is Sisterhood of the Rose. Those are beautiful. And I love doing these. I'm going to have to buy like another couple of decks so we can like switch it up. But this is beautiful so far. Anyway, how are we all? Today, we're going to talk about what to do when you don't know what to do. If you're feeling stuck in life, if you're feeling like you're in a bit of a rut, if you're feeling like, oh my God, I don't know where to even start. And what I will say before we get into today's episode, that's kind of the vibe for the Fem Club group coaching. So it's six weeks, we're enrolling now. And if you want to chat more about it, definitely come slide into my DMs at Jess Pinelli, or you can click the link in the show notes below. And it's really six weeks for you as a woman to step into your power, for you to find the inspiration and the fun and the excitement for life and to create more from your life and also be able to put your needs first, to be able to prioritize who you are as a woman without the guilt and without the overwhelm. So today's episode is definitely the vibe of the Femme Club and another workshop. If you want to go to like dabble into my work is Embodied. That's available show notes below as well. And that goes into all self-concept, self-identity, all of that. But if you're listening to this and you clicked on it because you're like, I am in a rut, I feel stuck. And there's two ways that I always look at this of being in a rut. Number one, it's quite literally that you on a day-to-day, it's just like life isn't the best for you. Maybe your thinking isn't the most positive. Maybe you're not being as kind to yourself. Maybe you're just like feeling so disconnected from everyone and everything. And then the second one is really... This is kind of like a harder one to spot, but if you are kind of going through the motions, like life isn't really that bad and you're sitting there and you're thinking there's nothing really to complain about, like, you know, my job's all right, it pays the bills, I'm not really stressed about money and, you know, my friends are good enough to catch up with. So those are two types. Right now, I want you just to take a a moment and you probably, from me saying it, I'm sure that everyone already knows who they identify with, but which rut, which stuck are you in? And when I talk about the latter, like it's the good autopilot. Things aren't bad, but you're still in autopilot. You're still not creating more from your life. You're just going with the motions. It really, really upsets me when I speak to women and they say, you know, life's not that bad. I'm just going through the motions. I'm like, girl don't just go through the motions. That's fucking miserable. Do something. Do something exciting. Have more fun. Like, what is the point of life if you're not having fun? I started saying this this time last year. It's been a year and I live by that because really like, okay, we go through the motions and then what? So start to think which one you are. And I'm going to give you some things that maybe you're already aware of, probably aware of if you listen to the podcast, if you're into personal development, if you're in my membership, Woman Up Monthly, maybe you're aware of this. But number one, it's to start to reflect every single day, not just like a weekly reflection, but start to reflect every single day on you know the benefits and drawbacks or the pits and the peaks I every night me and my partner sit in bed and we do pits and peaks of the day pits and peaks with everything work money relationship other relationships all of that and this is for you this isn't to make you feel worse about life but this is for you to actually do some self-reflection the amount of conversations I have with women who are very success driven and who do want more out of life but don't do any self-reflection or it's like one big journaling session a month 
or like journaling on a Sunday and it's just like, yep, this this week or like these are my worries. No, you need to be reflecting every 24 hours. And I mean that even I still do this. Like I love my life. My life is very fun. I've created and I've curated this very specific lifestyle of mine. But I have gotten there because one of the key things is because I've reflected my clients, especially my private mentorship clients and the Femme Club girls, they reflect. They sit with themselves and they reflect on what's actually happening. Take the time. The question is quite literally, what are the benefits and drawbacks of today? What are the pits and peaks of today? If it helps you, do what I do with my partner. Do it with your partner or your housemate. Or maybe you live with family. If uh, you're close with your mom or your sister, whatever it may be. And this will just start to get you in the mode to be very, very aware. Like sometimes me and my partner go through it and then all of a sudden we remember something that happened that we forgot about, whether it is a pit or whether it is a peak. But it's good to kind of learn from there, right? Going through the motions or feeling stuck in life is a lot of people, if they just stepped into some self-reflection and did something with that self-reflection. This is the second part. From there, what is the 1% of messy inspired action? I will say this phrase till I'm blue in the face because it is something that has changed my entire life, my personal life, my business life. 1% of messy inspired action. So look at all the drawbacks or look at all of the pits that happened in your day. What is a 1% of messy inspired action you can start to implement the next day? Like from that day, everyone waits for a Monday or everyone wakes for like, I don't know, the 9am or whatever it may be. No, like the next day, implement it, right? You want to set yourself some form of challenge, just start it the next day. Who cares? This is getting into the motions, doing something differently. Now, if we think neurologically, let me explain something to you that I explained to my client. Neurologically, right, it's it's the way that the, the brain is... Um, operating and creating our behaviors based on our history, based on what we've always learned. Now, if we look at everything we've always learned, our behavior, our habits, our patterns of thinking as links, right? All linking together. Now, if you think of all the things about your life that you do automatically or your bad habits or the ways of thinking as link, neurologically, what it states is a lot of people think you can just do a new habit. So a new link, install a new link into your being, and then it erases the old link. That's not actually what happens. The links of the perceived bad habits actually go dormant. They uh, they go to sleep. As soon as you start to implement a new link, whether you perceive it as positive or maybe it's a worse habit, but we're going to talk about just the positive habits, you start to create links for a different being, for a different way, um, a, a different identity, sorry. So neurologically, you were starting to rewire yourself differently. Now, what happens is people would do this for a while and all these new links, these new habits, these new behaviors, these new ways of thinking, and then all of a sudden something happens and then they fall back into the old way. So the old links, and like I said, it's not because you uh, didn't get rid of them good enough. It's because they are always asleep. They're always a part of you. They're wired into you neurologically, into your DNA, and you've woken them up again. But because you repeated those perceived bad habits, links, for say six years, of course they're so hardwired into you. So the key here and what I want you to get at, and definitely if you, I just did a um, story about this. Oh, no, did I? 
No, I, I explained it in a live. If you want me to send you that live on Instagram in the section where I explain this um, in a little bit more depth, then definitely like slide into my DMs. I can send that to you. But what starts to happen is we don't repeat enough of the good links. And this is what I mean with 1%. It's a consistency. It's a compound, the law of compensation, right? You keep doing something, it's going to compound and you will be compensated for your efforts. So in creating those new links, we need to have space of repetition over. The brain, the subconscious mind loves repetition. It loves it. It gravitates towards that. This is why you see some people who have a habit for 20 years and then all of a sudden they have created this brand new habit, right? Maybe they've smoked for 20, 25 years and then within three months they don't even want to look at a cigarette. It's because they have repeated the perceived positive habit, turned it into this new link, this new neurological rewiring and that has gotten stronger than the old patterning. People only try for a period of time or they think they try really, really hard, or they put all their time and energy and effort, and then it's like, it's not working, so I'm going to stop this. No. All right? So remember that analogy when you were trying to create a 1% of new habit? Like, you, it has to be repeated. You can't say to me today, like, I am going to work on my money mindset and do it once a week. No. It's like, we need to start with three times a day, 10 minutes a day. And then we start to repeat that and we get and we get deeper and deeper and deeper. So that was kind of like a two part of like the neurological bit, but also like the 1% of messy inspired action. But it's also setting yourself some intentions. And I don't mean going crazy. We're not going to look at a five year plan. We're not even going to look at a one year plan. I just want you to look at the next six months. And a perfect timing of this being released is like we have six months left of the year. I used to get to this point in the year and I'm like, ah, haven't achieved like many of my new year's goals. It's getting towards the end of the year. It's going to be Christmas soon, like slowing down, blah, blah. I'll just wait till new year's. No, fuck that. That's why I lived so much of my twenties on autopilot and doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. You know, those old links because I would try the new links and I wouldn't do it for long enough. So I revert back to who I was for years and years and years. Six months is a substantial amount of time. I just made a big investment into a business and mindset mentor. That starts in October. Old Jess, I promise you, old Jess. And it was kind of there, those tendencies again. The links don't go away. They're still there. But old Jess was there like, oh, October, then November, December. Oh, you know, you're winding down. You're going back home for Christmas. Maybe, maybe you should just start in January fresh. No, that's quite literally three months that I could have made more progress. So this is something that I want you to keep in mind is you need to be, you need to continue to push yourself. There have been a lot of moments over the past year where I've had to push myself beyond my comfort zone, which leads me to another point is how can you expand your comfort zone? How can you expand your energetic capacity, right? Kind of two, again, two points in here. You're expanding your comfort zone, which really, really ties into your energetic capacity, what you are regulated at. Remember, you are regulated at the level you're at now. The going through the motions, the same job, the not starting the business, um, the same relationship or same friendships, whatever it may be, the same amount of money, because it's easy, it's simple, you're regulated to that. You may sit here and say, no, Jess, like, I only earn 5k a month, and I'm still stressed, I still have no money, I'm struggling to pay bills. 
No, it's you're regulated at that. Your subconscious mind, your body, your nervous system quite literally feels safe there. It has no reason to do something different. So it's doing the work. You would have noticed if you've been following me for the um, longest time, maybe you're an OG follower, listener of the podcast, even Instagram, you know that nervous system work and nervous system regulation has been kind of like a newer um, introduction into my business and what I teach because it's so important. It's so prevalent. And if we can't raise our energetic capacities, if we can't expand our comfort zones and get really, really uncomfortable doing that, we will not be able to stretch and see what's possible. Most people start to stretch and it gets too uncomfortable. The fears come up, the fear of failure, the fear of judgment, the fear of success. I recently-ish did a three-part series on those three fears. So scroll a little bit down on the podcast, go listen to them. I've done a bunch of resources over on my Instagram as well, like free resources, free videos, definitely go watch them. So I won't dive too much into those fears because I've done a whole series on them. But when you understand this is like, if you are making a different choice to be a different person, those voices are going to come up. Those fears are going to come up. When I made this investment into a brand new coach, my, by the way, this coach has been on like my bucket list for like the past three years, like not even kidding, maybe even four years. And I really had to combat this fear of not, For me, it wasn't fear of failure. It wasn't fear of judgment. It was a fear of success. If I do this now, I need to show up. I need to be better than I am. I need to push myself. I need to get ready for the success that I know is going to come. And that's scary. You may say what you want, that you want the the things you desire, but you need to practice normalizing it. What do people normalize now? Being broke, complaining, hating their jobs, hating their relationships, not having sex in relationships, stressing about a $5 fucking coffee. Fuck me, the amount of people I I have heard that I've been with that will, you know, want to be rich and abundant and wealthy, but are complaining about a $5 fucking coffee. If that's you, stop. If you want to be wealthy, if you want to be rich, or even the the $20, $30 breakfast, or, you know, maybe you've got a favorite bar and now your favorite glass of wine is now $18 instead of $14. Stop doing that. Stop, because that's the old you. That's the old subconscious you. And I say this to you because I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, yeah, I want to change. I want to be just someone different. And then I'm like repeating all of these things and I'm talking like this and I'm not stretching my norm. Norm to me was complaining, you know, society, the economy shit or like look at these bills or, you know, I don't know, electric, electricity prices have gone up. No, I don't normalize that anymore. I don't take part in the conversations. I normalize being rich. I normalize traveling. I normalize business class travel. I normalize being able to take myself to a boozy lunch on a Wednesday afternoon. I I, I normalize all of this. I normalize a life and a business that a lot of people look at and it makes them uncomfortable. And that's what you need to do is get comfortable being uncomfortable, get comfortable, people being like, oh, you know, back at the start of my business, people used to say, and sometimes people have said to me, oh, so all you do is post on Instagram. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. Or like, oh, that business, that, like you've got a business online? Like you make money from that? Yeah, I fucking make money. I'm a six-figure business now. And so even things I'm saying to you now might make you feel uncomfortable. I might be triggering you or I might be going against your values or the way that you see the world and you may not believe it. And that's okay. This is why I create this podcast. 
so you're able to see different ways and stretch yourself. I always say to my private clients, my Reclaim 101 clients, do things and consume people to stretch yourself. I don't mean, you know, that that Insta coach that had a, you know, posted their Stripe or their bank account. No, I'm not. I'm talking about real wealthy, successful people on YouTube. YouTube's the best one. Fuck the Instagram and the TikTok. YouTube's the best one, right? Get an insight into the lives. So whatever you're working towards, if you're sitting there and you're hating your job every day, you're burnt out, you're not getting paid enough for what you're worth, you're not inspired, you're not fun, fuck that, number one, life's too short. Take a risk on yourself, but also start to see what's normal. Most people, what do they aspire to? 100K a year. This is a lot of my friends in corporate jobs. They aspire to $100,000 a year. I'm going to be making $100,000 per month within the next couple of years of my business. I know I am. I'm on track to do that. That, and right now, that, me saying that to you, that may seem fucking crazy. That may seem insane. Because that used to be me. I used to think $100,000 was a lot. I used to think $10,000 in a month was a lot. It's not. It's not a lot of money. It's not. Okay? Think bigger. And it's not even about the money, the things that you want, the places you want to be. You know, so many people have said to me this year, oh my God, you're a trip, amazing. Or, and I'm like, okay, not making it happen. Or people who are going, you'd be surprised at the amount of people I've connected with who are going with very poverty mindsets. You know, very, very poverty mindsets. That's not a way to be. What, you want to put yourself in this holiday, think you're living life, but really your point of attraction and energetically, you're not there. That's, that's not a way to live life. It's not. You are not regulated. You would Every single time you're in Paris eating that croissant, your nervous system is going to be stressing the fuck out because you know you only have $300 to last you until you pay in the next two days or whatever it may be. So stretching yourself, expanding your comfort zone, doing things. The other week I went to an event by myself an event with six slash seven figure business owners. They had a talk. It was a two course dinner. I sat at a table. I knew no one. I knew two ladies there. And I said, uh, we were talking at the start, but they weren't on my table. And I didn't even know they were going to be there. But I went by myself. I put myself and I was like having a bit of social anxiety, which for me to have social anxiety, like I don't really get social anxiety. I've never really got it, but I was, I was freaking out a little bit. And it was great. I've expanded my network. I've connected with different women. I've, you know, even hearing these talkers like talk about the different things and it expands you. And from this is like one thing that has been amazing for me is definitely future scripting journaling. Sitting down every single night. I think the only time in the past maybe 90 days that I've missed a night, a night or two was around my birthday weekend um because I was out and about and I didn't I just didn't make time for it there's no excuses here I just didn't make time for it but apart from that I've been really really consistent and it's fun to visualize your future life it's fun to get into the emotions and the feelings everything's about feelings you know this is something we touched on in the last episode and it's fun to be able to envision what you can bring in but if you're feeling stuck if you're feeling like you're just going through the emotions do something differently and like I said at the start of this podcast episode this is the vibe of the femme club that is really the support 
that you probably should get yourself in. And I'm so, so excited for the Femme Club. I'm so, so excited to help women find their purpose, to help women tap into their identity, to build a relationship with their self, to step into the divine feminine power. This is what this is about. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you're in a rut, if you're there living life, you're just living in the motions, you're just doing it, you're just going by, you need to come into the Femme Club because I promise you like these types of expansive conversations that you and I are having today, we will be having inside of the Femme Club times 10. There are a bunch of testimonials on the webpage, which is available via the show notes below. You can sign up there. There's payment plans or you can send me a DM. And there is a bunch more testimonials in my highlights on my Instagram page as well. But fear is probably coming up like, fuck, how do I make that work? Or, you know, I had three payment plan options or, you know, uh, it's not a priority or maybe that's something I can wait to do. Don't wait. I did I did that for, guys, I did that for most of my 20s. I waited. I waited for the perfect moment. I waited for the right amount of money. I waited, I waited, I waited. It did me a disservice. And so instead, anytime something I feel in my nervous system, like, okay, maybe that's out of my reach. I'm like, no, you know what? I want this. I'm aligned to this. How can I make this happen? What can I do to create this opportunity for myself? How can I make it work? That's what you need to do. So any questions on this episode, I would love for you to share it. I would love for you to leave a Spotify and iTunes review. It means so, so much to me and to the podcast. And I would love to have conversations about you, uh, about what you want to work on and come into the Femme Club. And there's a couple of bonuses available at the moment. So definitely coming in while you have those bonuses available. But I'm always there to chat. I'll probably send you a voice message. And I appreciate every single one of you. Let me go now. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye.